All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get started here with this solo version of the Launchpad, I want to remind you that you could follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LaunchpadPod, and on our website, www.launchpadpod.com. Now, you'll notice that it's just my sexy-ass voice, Matt. Uh, Rumi Aaron is home with daddy duty. He has a brand newborn little girl, a beautiful little girl that looks nothing like him. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm missing the shit out of my buddy. But we got to start giving you guys some sort of fun content. So I had a lot to do. I was really busy and had some really interesting foreign films that I wanted to watch. But I know you guys don't like that bullshit. So I watched some stupid bad movies and I have a great, terrible, bad one I need to tell you about. So uh, let's listen to some cool music, and I'm going to tell you all about the Amityville Island here on the Launchpad Podcast. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Matt, and no Aaron. Like I said before, Aaron is home uh, being a dad. He has been a dad for, I guess, a couple weeks now, maybe even close to a month. I don't know how long it is. It must be, I guarantee you, as long as it feels to me, it feels twice as long to him. Uh, I've checked in with him a couple times. Actually, a lot of you guys checked in with me and with him, asking how he was and how the baby was. We love you guys. Thank you so much for that. And he was actually touched. We actually got a lot of nice messages from fans and listeners to him, to his baby. Um, His baby came out, uh, like I said before, very cute. Doesn't look anything like him. Uh, she seems to be into horror. I forget what he said he watched with her the other day, but he's watching some scary shit, just like I did with my kid. That way, I figure if you traumatize them young, they'll like just grow up traumatized. You won't have to deal with that shit midway like everybody else does. Um, but they're doing well. He just bought a house, too, so he's now a homeowner, and uh, he's busy. And he's working. He's got a baby. He's got a new place to, to, to coordinate and set up. And uh, everything is good. But I miss him. He said that I should do some stuff without him, and as though it pains me to do something, and I don't know if it'll be boring. Hopefully it's not boring for you guys, but I can tell you right now, I already miss him. Because uh, he would have loved to talk about this movie that I'm going to chat a little bit to you guys about. It's called Amityville Island, and it was released in 2020, so like five minutes ago. <laughs> um You guys know I often talk about my friends and I have a night called Shitty Movie Sunday on Sunday nights. I'm recording this on Monday the 16th and last night we watched a fucking doozy. It's on Amazon Prime right now at least November of 2020. It's called Amityville Island and you'll notice if you go on Amazon or look it up, there's this awesome picture of an exploding boat or island and a huge shark about to chomp on a diver. Now, we all like the same things here, right? So we know when I say Amityville, you immediately think of that house with the two windows that looks like eyes that was based on a true story and had two, if not more, awesome horror movies based on it. And when I show you a giant shark about to eat somebody, you automatically think of a movie called Jaws, right? So when you see those images and the word Amityville and the shark, you're immediately thinking it's Amityville horror combined with a shark movie, right? You think that, and then you look on the Amazon, um, the Amazon uh, uh, 
summary, and it says a cursed survivor of killings at the Amityville house brings evil to a small island where bizarre genetic, uh, genetic experiments are carried out on humans and animals in a secret women's prison. Then you read it again to make sure that all the things you just read were actually in there that you didn't imagine any of them. But then you're like, okay, like, okay, it's going to be Amityville, like a cursed and a shark kind of together. My friends, I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I thought about what I was going to say before I even started this review. The movie is an hour and 10 minutes long, and you. You will get your money's worth. A lot of people, and I'm going to read you some um, some reviews from Amazon. A lot of people did not like this and did not think it was worth money. I saw it for free, but I'm telling you right now, I'm buying the DVD, and the DVD is $14, and it's going to be worth it even if there's no special features. They jam a shit ton into this movie. Now, there will be a spoiler full review coming up, so if you want to watch this movie with fresh eyes, hit pause right now, go on Amazon Prime, spend the hour and ten minutes of great cinematic viewing pleasure, and then come back. All right, welcome back. So you guys just did the crazy fucking gauntlet that is Amityville Island. So you really watched 37 movies in one. This movie opens with a woman driving down a street, which I immediately called Exposition Road, because she's talking about her life. As she's on the phone, she's like, well, you know, as a mother of four children, I have to do this. And she's just explaining who she is over the phone. She stops at a yard sale. Now, we know it's a yard sale because there was a sign that said yard sale. Otherwise, you would have thought it was an old lady with a folding table and a couple pieces of shit on a folding table. That's it. Our main character, uh, we'll call her um, we'll call her curly hair because she got super curly, kinky hair. She walks over and she immediately tells this old woman who's like staring off into the distance during the whole conversation. She's like, oh, I'm a woman of, you know, a mother of four child. I know a good deal when I see one and I got to take it. As she's saying that, she's like, can I use this? She's filling a cardboard box that she found under the table with the stuff on the table. She's not even looking at it. No joke. She's picking up pieces of cloth. I don't know if they were garments or if they were pillowcases. She's just picking them up and putting them in the box. She's not even asking what they are. She's like a mother of four kids. She didn't once look at anything to see if it's clothing, let alone what size it was. She's stuffing it in a box. Oh, spoiler alert. We never see these fucking kids. We hear about them like crazy. We never see children. So... She throws all this shit in a box and uh, and she goes, (laughs) she throws the box in the car and she drives away. The old woman walks around to the back of this house and we don't know any of these people. She walks back there and there's like a a red, oh no, she walks back there and she pulls out a gun and she like is struggling to keep the gun from going to her chin, but she's pointing the gun in her own chin. She goes, I did what you want. I did what you you want. And then there's a flash of some weird kind of devil guy, like a man in a devil mask. And I believe this is from a previous movie that the director, Mark Polonia, did. Uh, He's done a couple Amityville movies, including Amityville Exorcism. And I think this one had this character in it. I know that just from some quick research I did. I did not watch that yet, but you can bet your ass I'm watching it tonight. So this old lady blows her brains out. We don't see it because they don't have the budget for it. (laughs) She just flashes and that's it. Goes back to this girl, kinky hair. She goes home to a house where we hear kids but don't see any. She starts unpacking this shit that she stole because she never pays for it. 
the yard sale. And oh, and by the, way, by the way, when she's driving away from the yard sale, the table is empty. So she bought everything there. The only thing she doesn't buy is, is a ladder, like an A-frame ladder that is inexplicably there. She starts pulling shit out of the box and she pulls out, wouldn't you know, a creepy old broken face cla- like glass porcelain doll. And she's like, how did you get in there? Boom, the eyes flash, we hear creepy music and creepy talking, and the woman is now possessed by this doll. That we don't know anything about the doll, we didn't see the doll earlier, we don't know anything about it. Again, I think this is a left a leftover remnant from a previous Amityville horror movie by the same director, but the fact that I don't know what it is just makes me like this movie more. Kiki Hair picks up a knife, walks out of frame, and we hear children start screaming. Okay, So she's murdered her family, and she goes to jail. When I say jail, I mean the director's basement. It is an amazing shot. We are uh, um, we are brought into this women's prison, which is clearly someone's basement hallway, unfinished. And they are having a women's prison fight. There's two women, our girl, the kinky hair girl, and some random girl. And the ki- our kinky hair girl is just like dazed. She's just like zonked out. The other girl is just fighting for her life, punching. And this is our greatest actress in the whole film, the, the punching girl. We'll call her punching girl. Uh, the men who are fil- filming and orchestrating this fight are so excited to be in a movie, you can't help but feel like proud of them. It's like when you see someone else's kid waving in a like dance recital, you're like, oh, that's adorable. That's how you feel about every actor and actress, and I use those terms loosely, in the movie. Um, bum f- a bum fight, a women's prison fight happens, it's boring. Our girl doesn't fight back at all. The best part about this is not everyone's shitty-ass faces when they can't act. It's that the prison guards, and when I say guards, I'm again using that term loosely, they're carrying, I shit you not, and I'm not exaggerating, plastic broom handles. They have put like sweeping, just like little kitchen brooms. They've pulled the heads off the broom, so it's just the stick and the plastic part on top that has a loop so you can hang it in your in your pantry, they're holding those. And we all start laughing and we're like, is that supposed to be like their prison-issued, you know, uh, nightstick batons? Or are we supposed to think that they're using brooms because this is unsanctioned women's prison fight? Then the women, to get broken up, get poked with these brooms. And they're not brooms. They're electrocution sticks. And when you get hit with them, you get sapped like a cattle prod. But it's a fucking broom handle. Um, we're dying. We're dying. These women, for whatever reason, now have to get transferred to the island. So they get thrown into a regular SUV. The SUV starts driving. The guy who's driving is making fun of the punching girl. She tries to choke him out with her handcuffs and somehow falls out of the SUV. So the SUV stops. The guys get out and chase her. One guy chases her into the woods. Another guy is like yelling at the possessed girl who's not trying to escape or anything. The possessed girl looks out the window, ostensibly at like the woods that are there, but were never established. We see stock footage of a bear. Pause one second. No, unpause. I'll do that later. Repause right now. Re-unpause. Stock footage of a bear. The bear looks at the camera. Cut to the girl. Her eyes glow red. Cut to the bear. The bear's eyes glow red. 
She then starts looking around going, where am I? What happened? The bear attacks the guy that was watching her in a series of crazy close-up shots where you can't understand what's happening because clearly they didn't have a bear. They did have some sort of furry suit and it gets used again later, but it doesn't look like a bear at all and they knew that. So they, they this guy gets killed and dragged away the bear's eyes turn, the stock footage bear's eyes turn red again, and then the woman's eyes turn red. So we are to understand that the the doll possessed her, then possessed the bear, then possessed her again. The guy in the woods brings the girl back to the car, and he's like, where's the other guard? All right, we'll just leave. So they leave. Meanwhile, we're introduced to a journalist character, and all he's doing is talking about this case on the cell phone to somebody while drinking. And he's drinking out of bottles that have gaff tape on them and say rum. So you know that it's alcohol. He's drunk. Um, Oh, God. They get in a boat and they start to go to this island. Not the journalist. He's sitting at his coffee table or his dining room table. The prisoners and the prison guy are driving in a boat and a shark jumps up and bites his head off and he's dead. And spoiler alert, that is the last shark we see for the rest of the movie. The one and only time we see a shark. That's it. Um, but don't worry. The movie has a lot of other fun surprises for you. Uh, we get to the island, and it is a secret genetic experiment place, just like we were told. There is two terrible actors who are apparently in a lot of this guy's movie, and I've seen some of his movies, including Sharkenstein. Uh, his name is Mark Polonia. The, his cinematographer, Paul Steele, was also co-credited as director, but he is, it seems like he's really the cinematographer, so I'm guessing he just did a bunch of stuff. I know him because he shot Holla If I Kill You, which is terrible and great, and also on the same DVD as Peter Rottentail. That's stuff for another episode. But anyway, Mark Polonius seems to be the main director. He's been in a bunch of stuff, or, or shot a bunch, or, or directed a bunch of stuff, including Shark Encounters of the Third Kind, uh, Bride of the Werewolf, Land Shark, Sharkenstein, Bigfoot versus Zombies. Um, let's see them, the Amityville ones. Amityville Death House, Snow Shark. Uh, what did I say the other Amity? Amityville Exorcism. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on here. A lot of stuff straight to video. Um, but he, uh, uh, they get a lot of his actors are the same actors over and over again. So there's some terrible, uh, scientist actors who are trying to create a race of super soldiers on these women. They're make, they're injecting their uteruses with some shit to create a super soldier. Okay. You with me so far? <laughs> you see how this like has a lot to do with both Jaws and Amityville Island and Amityville Horror? Uh, the, the girls get put into a room, which is ostensibly either a prison cell or a, um, like experimenting medical room, but it actually just looks like a daycare room and it's got a rainbow sheet over the little train set that the kids can play with. I swear to God, this is what it looks like. A guy who looks at the camera, every goddamn scene is the one ushering them around. He injects them in the neck with some shit. We cut to a couple shots of random zombies that look nothing alike wandering the island. Um, one is no joke, no exaggeration, a giant paper mache Easter Island looking head with a bow on it. 
one is actually the other two are like more like latex uh you know latex zombie makeup actually looks more like makeup than a, a third grade art project but they're just kind of walking around these people are now experimenting to create this super soldier it i i just it gets to the point where the girls try to get away the guys are chasing them uh, the two scientists experiment guys, the terrible, terrible actor, probably the worst actor I've ever seen just because he keeps looking in the camera and smiling like my mom would during like a class project. He gets attacked by a dog that comes out of nowhere, has never been referenced. We don't know anything about it. It just attacks him and kills him for no reason and then runs away. In the same close-up shaky shot, they reuse some of the same pieces that they use for the bear uh, in the close-up shots. Then the actual scientist is walking around with a World War II machine gun and he gets attacked by one of these um, zombies who we find out is a old experiment project he had. So it was like an old woman super soldier. He tried to super soldier her and it didn't work. Oh, God. Um, the girls get off the island. I forget. The girl gets not un- unpossessed somehow. I forget how she gets unpossessed, but it clearly wasn't that important. I promise you it was funny. But uh, they, the girls get away and they get to a cabin somewhere and cut to like the last scene is Kinky Hair is now pregnant because she got injected with stuff. And right before you think like the baby, we're, we're betting on what's going to come out, a, a zombie, a dog, a bear, and it just cuts to black and that's the end of the movie. It is a shit show. The end credits, no joke, are the same exact credits from the beginning of the movie. Literally shot for shot. It's the same credits. Uh, I know that I'm not selling it super well. I tried to get some other people to get on the show with me to talk about it, uh, but nobody was available this quickly. It is so funny. I'm going to tell you a couple reasons I think it's funny. I looked up Amityville Island synopsis. I googled that, okay, because I wanted to see if there was a a, a a prior review that I could look at and and look at the beats so that I hit all the funny beats without reading someone else's review. Am, uh, Google's search brings up a thing that says a traumatized man journeys to an island where bizarre genetic experiments are being carried out. Partial credit because there's no traumatized man. Oh, there is that journalist, and he does at one point get up off of his uh, dining room table, get in the car, and start driving. He calls someone on his cell phone and says, "Hey, I'm headed to that that women's prison. Get me a media pass." And when he says that, he sees a flash of kinky hair, who at this point is still in the prison, and he sees a flash of her like a vision. Then she's standing in the middle of the street. He swerves a little bit, and he kind of swerves past camera like we see an exterior shot of the car he swerves past camera and just as the car leaves the frame terrible looking cg flames come back into frame from where the ca- the car left so he car exploded like he swerved enough that his car exploded i guess he's the traumatized man who journeys to an island but he never made it there so i don't know where that that um review comes from let me read you a couple reviews from Amazon, and then I will tell you if they, if I believe what they're saying or not, or if they got it right, okay? Uh, let's see. Um, Richard A. Cole, uh, on July 24th, wrote, So Bad, as the, the header. This movie is unredeemable. If The had some nudity or a boob shot of the brunette with the teeth... <laughs> 
It might have earned an extra star, more if full frontal. What this means is this is so bad that nudity would have given it a better rating, but it had none. Then in parentheses, not that the women in this were hot. (laughs) Thanks for clearing that up, Richard. The special effects were awful. The story was super lame. It wasn't good enough for a one-star rating. How valuable is your time? (laughs) Awesome. Uh, P. Ski from August 9th of 2020 wrote, it's trash as the subject. It's trash, but I like, but I like it. It's somewhat fun to watch, especially the two female lead characters, and the overall image quality is clean, bright, and sharply focused. <laughs> so for what it is, I say enjoy. This guy gave it, or P. Ski gave it two stars. Richard A. Cole gave it one star. But P. Ski says it's trash, but I like it. Fun to watch. Overall image quality is clean, bright, and sharply focused. Think about what the movie has to be like when that was part of his two-line review. He didn't write anything about the killer bear, nothing about the killer shark, nothing about the random zombies, nothing about the car that exploded for no reason, uh, nothing about the possession, nothing about the children murders, but it was sharply focused. (laughs) Um... Let's see. Johnny Hildo from April 17th, subject matter, two stars, subject matter, it's a Polonia movie. You know what you're getting and you have no one to blame but yourself. I sprung for $1.99 rental for the rental and it's already made half its budget back. (laughs) Titus and Daniel were fine as usual, but I always miss Ken Van Sant when he's not in these movies. He's so good at playing a surly ass. Stock footage up the butt, computer props that aren't even plugged in, U.S. prisoner transports taking place in some guy's Ford. Yep, you're watching a Polonia. That guy's review was on point. (laughs) On Polonia point. Uh, Let's see. A lot of a lot of more people just bolt like blame. They're just just complaining about it. Um, Let's see. Not good if you're high as a kite. Uh, I gave up at the 40-minute mark. Here's a good one from Shelly, who I'm pretty sure is my wife. One star. Idiotic is a compliment is their their tit- their review title. Uh, they reviewed it on August 30. I thought this was the stupidest movie I had ever seen. In parentheses, husband was watching it and live tweeting. <laughs> the acting, irredeemable. The script or story, was there one? The effects, too ridiculous to even be funny. The misogyny is excellent, though. <laughs> well, I thought there could not be a worse movie, my husband then watched Ouija Shark. Now, as an aside, Ouija Shark was the movie in the vote for Shitty Movie Sunday against Amity Island, Amityville Island. So, well, Ouija Shark might be a next week thing. Uh, my husband then watched Ouija Shark. FFS, which I'm going to guess means for fuck's sake. How does this even happen? I am questioning everything about my marriage. <laughs> By the way, the poster has nothing to do with the movie, is how she ended it. Love it. Um, If that hasn't sold you, and my review hasn't sold you, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, seven people that were watching last night, we loved it. We're going to watch Ouija Shark later. I don't think Ouija Shark is by the same person. Um, That was the reviews for the Amazon uh, streaming movie. For the DVD... Robert Feldman says, not what you might think. 
While it may fit in nicely with the whole Amityville horror genre, it does not qualify as a shark movie. Do not let the box fool you like it did me. This movie, I mean, it has it all, literally. Everything that you could want. And if you look at the poster, my favorite part of this, if you look at the poster, there's a tagline, and it says, for God's sake, get out of the water. At no point in this entire movie is anybody in water. Zero times, zero percent time ever. Love it. But you know what? We all fucking voted for it at Shitty Movie, and we loved it. I'm buying the DVD for sure. It's $14. I just... I can't justify that right now because I just bought like seven Star Wars figures this week um, and it's Monday, <laughs> but I will be getting this DVD at some point. I don't even look to see if there's special features yet. I would love, especially, and this is this is your guy's chance to raid the launch pad. While Rumi is not here and I'm doing this review and I'll probably do a couple more things by myself, jump in. Tell us what you guys think. I would love you guys to watch this movie and write a little review or leave a little uh, a comment someplace on one of our, uh, our social media pages or our website. Let us know what you think about this movie. Uh, maybe we can do like a vote and see if Aaron, brand new baby daddy Aaron, has time to watch this shit. I'm putting it down as a fuck yes, you need to watch this. What do you guys think? Let us know. Remember, you can always find us and follow us on our social media. We've got Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod. And you can find us at our website, www.launchpadpod.com. Uh, we love you guys. We miss you. Rumi, we love and miss you. We can't wait to have you back. Guys, please keep listening to us. I'm going to try right now, and I'm literally going to do this. I'm going to put the microphone, because I hold a handheld mic. Rumi has a stand, but I like my handheld. I'm going to hold it in the crooks of my arm, and I'm going to give myself my own uh, a Rocketeer high five, my own launch pad high five, and I literally have been doing this just so you guys know. All right, ready? <laughs> you actually did it. This is the Launch Pad Podcast, and we are out. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.